All right. Okay. Um, ready? Yep. I'm so sure can. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 182 of I'm So Sure Cast. I'm your host, Tim Riley, here with Tim And we're having a rocking good time tonight, folks. Rocking good. Excellent time. We had a Greek-style pizza from Seabrook House of Pizza. I thought that was really good. It was fine, just fine. Fine, just fine. thought that was very good. And then the chicken fingers were good as well. They were good as well. As well, they were good. Um, the weight, the weight of a Greek pizza is much less mm. than an Italian pizza. Yeah, I think the bread is more airy. Very airy. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm coming around. I feel like less tired, so tired, so sleepy after Greek pizza. Oh, geez. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's why the Greeks are probably more productive than Italians, you know? Is that true? I don't know. I feel like Maybe. they invented the alphabet and Italians just ride bicycles with feeding, feeding stray cats and just don't have a job. Right. Right. Dude. All they do is just ride around on bicycles, not going to work. Bicicletas. So it makes sense that even their pizza makes you feel like doing that. Yeah. Maybe I'm coming around. Yeah. Everyone seems to be coming around. Well, I'm not, Doug. What's that from? Um. Oh, fuck. Everybody seems to be coming around. Well, I'm not, Doug. Give me a hint. Well, I'm not, Doug. Um, I thought that was your hint. The uh, the conversation is happening in the woods between two pretty well-dressed gentlemen. Fuck. At a fairly prestigious sporting event. Um, shit, this is going to piss me off. The winner gets a jacket. Oh, Happy Gilmore? Folks, he's correct. Yeah, I figured... When you said sporting event. I mean, the jacket thing was 100% the giveaway, but. Yeah. You know, like if you didn't get it after that, it would have just told you to leave. Right, right. But uh, that's fine, just fine. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we've got a little bit of a treat for you. I uh, had received numerous phone calls uh, within the pa- over the past uh I guess a couple weeks. Ah. From one Uncle Dean. Whoa. And Dean, listen, Dean wants to be on the podcast. So I said, you know what, Dean? <clears throat> we're going to get you on. So give we're going we're gonna to give Dean a call. And we're going to see what he's up to. He's in Texas? He was in Texas. Now oh, he's in... Um, yeah. I think he's in Louisiana. Well, he'll tell us. What the? Yeah, yeah, good point. Why doesn't he just tell us? I could get it straight from Dean's dick's mouth. Here it goes. <clears throat> Here goes everything. Hello? Dean, you are live on the air. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Is this Tim? This is Tim. Which one? The better looking one. <laughs> yeah, this is the other Tim. Well, I- I guess I could be the judge of that. If you can send me a pic, I'll 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 like to let you know. <laughs> Actually, shirtless. Yeah, do you want shirtless or? Uh, I, I don't care. Listen, I'm not. I'm more about the personality. Trust me. And you have a great personality, Tim. So you're very handsome. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. So I heard you just got back from uh, Texas. 
Yes, I just got back from Texas, a uh, little place called Cherokee, Texas. Yeah, and I just, that was last night. But I just got done um, putting on a fire and uh, building my own horses and cooking dinner and having a glass of wine and eating some uh, some good chocolate. Yeah, but Texas was good. Texas was fantastic. little place called Cherokee, right in the middle, right dead center of Texas, Heartland. Mm-hmm. Sounds like yeah. you're having a nice little evening. I'm having, I'm having a great glass of wine and a beautiful fire lit. And I was going to watch that movie, Mrs. Potter, starring Renee Zellweger, about... Um, about about Peter's Potter, the uh, you know Peter Rabbit uh-huh. sketches, all phenomenal movie. Highly recommend it. I was excited, looking forward to it. I even put it on pause just for you, Tim. Really? Yeah, you are that. Miss Potter. <laughs> it's called Miss Potter. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Other Tim is quite a movie buff, so he'll definitely watch it now. Oh yeah, definitely watch it. It's wonderful. Great movie. Great history. It's excellent. Great acting. You'll love it. Fantastic. Let me check it out. Yeah. So Texas is phenomenal. I mean, have you been to Texas, Tim? I have not. Have I've you? been to Austin, Texas, but that's that's the bulk of my Texas uh, experience. Well, uh, we actually just drove through. Uh, it was nine hour drive it took us, and uh, we only we did stop. It was late at night, so we did actually stop and get a room in Manor, uh, Manor, Texas. And we took off the next morning and kept on going, and arrived at the Gray Ranch at around um, ten o'clock in the morning. It was wonderful. Nice. Fantastic. Yeah, it was exciting. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you like it's a cattle ranch? So, so can you can uh, could like I buy your meat somehow? Absolutely. Um, you can ask. Actually, yeah. Oh, there's my dog. That's Cleo. Yes. Yeah. Cleo says yes. <laughs> Cleo <laughs> says you can buy our meat. Yeah. So we uh, right now we we we're tra- we're going to trans uh, we're going to transport our so we're doing a crossover right now. We're transitioning our hybrid. We're going to our, our Wagyu beef, and we're crossing it over with our Chalet cross heifer. And uh, hoping in next year that that will be the brand that comes out. So uh, my partner is an amazing visionary when it comes to uh, breeding. And uh, we, we have a horse ranch where you just called where I'm home now is, is our small horse ranch where we, we have a, uh, a breeding horse ranch. And uh, we breed horses. We breed race horses. Actually. Oh what! Oh, how'd you get yeah. into that? Uh, well, I stumbled into it myself. Uh, I was a bartender in the Virgin Islands, and I met this guy. He said, "We marry me." And I said, "Yeah," and I ended up at a breeding ranch in Louisiana. Figured that fucking thing out. Just like that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a true story. And then with that came the Texas Cattle Ranch. So I suggest everyone to go to the Virgin Islands and become a bartender. <laughs> Dude, that's what Ty Ryan did. That is what Ty Ryan Where, did. Were you on St. John or St. Thomas? I was in St. Croix. Oh, the, okay. The, the biggest meetings of all, but it was beautiful, I think. Did that get uh That must have got obliterated during that storm a couple years ago, right? But it's... Uh, um, Tim, uh, I asked Tim, I don't know the other one yet. It's a he's better looking down. I'm mildly, I'm mildly lo- like your signal got kind of weak. Try that again. Oh, sorry. I have to, okay, so because of where I live, I live in the middle of, of literally nowhere. Oh, it's fine now. I have to find yeah, now it's good. Spot. Now it's great. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, good. Excellent. So this is the right spot. Um, Tim. Did you have a good time at my nephew's house at the party? I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a good time, Dean? 
had such a good fucking time. It was so much fun. First of all, Jeffrey is the best guy in the world. He's the best kid in the world. He is. Oh, yeah, Jeff's the best. Yeah. Oh, so Tim, uh, uh, Tim, Tim too, or not so good-looking Tim yet. Uh, do you know my nephew? Oh, he, of course. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and uh, how do you know? How do you know Jeffrey? Um, Kind of in the same vein as your uh, horse race breeding story. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I actually met... I met Jeff through Tim and I met Jeff. I think, well, first time we hung out with Jeff was the same time. You had obviously met him before. Yeah. I met him golfing basically. And then we all hit it off and then started going to his parties all the time. That was probably like yeah. almost 10 years ago now. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff is a wicked good kid. Oh, yeah. he's the man. He is. He really is. He's a great, great guy. Great I laugh. Love, I love laugh, which I impersonated it well. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so this is my nephew, Jeffrey Borstel. It goes like this. So I'll say something or I'll do something crazy, and he'll go, Uncle Dean! Uh, uh. <laughs> 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 now, meanwhile, I'm throwing my head back, and my mouth is open, and my eyes are closed. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, he, yeah. Uh, uh, dude, dude, dude. No, dude. That's it. Yeah, that's the, spot on. The wh- whipping his head back is the... Yeah, his head's back. His mouth is open. He's been there his whole life. Yeah, he's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, we so, love Jeff. Um, where are you guys now? Where are you actually sitting? So we're sitting on a couch in my living room in Seabrook, New Hampshire. I heard wonderful things about that couch, actually. You did? What did you hear about Whoa. it? <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I heard that you have a beautiful right on the water. It is, yeah. It's. I got a nice, I'm very lucky. Yeah. yeah. Blessed. You're blessed. Not I lucky. am. You're blessed. Yeah, yeah. It's got a nice couch. You know, you know, you oh, you veered from the spot. Oh, did you veer from the good reception spot? Oh, shit. Yeah. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he tried to resume Miss <laughs> Potter. Am I, back? am I back? Is this good? Yeah, that's good. All right. So uh, right now, literally, I'm standing direct in the middle of my living room, directly below a ceiling fan, dead center. In my house, so this was—I guess this is the spot. I think the fan is acting as an antenna. Yeah, it could be. Uh, well, listen, I don't need a fan as a fucking antenna. Trust <laughs> me. <I'm gonna... laughs> as you saw, so going back to that party that night. Yeah. Um, did I did I did I embarrass anybody besides myself? Did I did I embarrass you? I know. I did I ask you to marry me? Oh yeah, a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You asked me to do a few things, Dean. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sure I did. I believe every word you say because I only tell the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> Unfortunately, to my own demise, I do only tell the truth. So everything I said was true. But unfortunately, I can't do anything I said. I'm sorry. Well, now I know <laughs> Now I know that I'm very handsome. That's got to be yes, the truth. You are. Yeah. You are very handsome. Very handsome, and uh, yes, everyone agrees. Oh, wow! Are you still you get... still have those uh, boots, Dean? That we're at the party with yeah, you. Do you have the cowboy boots? Um, it's, yes, I actually, I wore, I brought them to Texas with me, and uh, the funniest thing, I have a stripe of peach spray paint somehow gone on it. And I, <laughs> don't ask me how, but I brought those I brought those boots to Texas, and I asked my brother-in-law, I need to get this spray paint off. And then we never attempted that because we were so busy with the cattle. But um, I brought another pair of boots. But yes, those boots, 
I love those boots. I, I go to the casino in those boots, and I win a lot. I win a lot of money in those boots. Those are your lucky yeah. boots. Yes, well, they weren't so lucky for Jeffrey's new house. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, does Jeff yeah. have any pink walls? Are you sure it's spray paint? <laughs> no, I don't know where the pink, I don't know where peach spray paint came from. But I heard, I heard that I did some quite some damage to the <laughs> thousand-acre fucking wooden kitchen yeah. area that I destroyed. Yeah, Sorry yeah, it's it's nothing he can't handle. Well, it did take me two days of apologies and texting. <laughs> I think, yeah, it, it was actually quite. Kelsey finally came around and said, "Uncle Dean, it's okay with that big spar." So it was pretty funny. Well, but that was a great time. You know, we all had a great time, and everybody knows that you're just a great, you're just a kind guy, you're a nice guy. So nobody holds, you know, a couple scuffed boards against you. I don't think. You know what I mean? I haven't been to your house yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no scuffs here at the hey, moment. Listen, so. I, I have a question for you. How much time do I have? Uh, maybe like another f- 15 minutes or so. How's that sound? That sounds great. I want to talk to you. Um, I hear that you're a great cook. Now, does the other Tim, does uh, Tim, how, how do you guys tell, like, what do you say about yourselves to actually tell you tell you apart? What do you say? Tim, what? Uh, well, it's easy to tell us apart in person, so we right. don't have the problem. But... We well, both go by Tim, though. Yeah, we both go by Tim. We both wear glasses. We both have beards, and we both play musical instruments and sing. So it gets so, tough. So who's up, who's up for a three-way? <laughs> <laughs> and we both have three-ways often. Yeah, everyone's got a price. Oh, that's all right. I can afford it. <laughs> um, wait, name, name your price. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So uh, uh, now, do you both like to cook? I, I would say I'm more of the cook. Yeah, I can't cook for shit. He Tim's re- this Tim's really good though. What did you hear about my cooking, Dean? Um, I just heard that you love to cook, and that it's another one of your uh, facets. I hear. You, I mean, I know you're very multifaceted. You have a, another facet of cooking and baking. Very multifaceted. And, uh, yeah, yeah, as well as I and. Uh, I love that about people like us, I, I, and I'm very proud to say uh, Game my facets. Right? I also love to cook. Yeah, I made a great dinner tonight as well. I made uh, I made some great baked uh, breaded pork chops Ooh. and uh, great spaghetti squash and um, some great steamed broccoli and spinach. Now, this is my question. I want to ask you both, Tim's. You know, most people after they steam broccoli or any type of vegetable, they just throw out the juice, the water. Do you? Um, I do actually. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to change your world. I'm okay. Change everyone's world. Oh. You need to take that water and you need to pour it into a glass with a nice wedge of lemon. Okay. And serve it with your dinner. Really? With your wine or your bottle or your glass of water or whatever you have it, whatever beverage. You have that warm spinach or broccoli water or asparagus water or all of them together with a nice big wedge of lemon and you drink that slowly with your dinner. It is so soothing it is so comforting to your stomach to your throat it is so healthy and you don't waste it and then oh. spaghetti in that are you veering from the spot yes i am jeez I'm... <laughs> it's better yeah it's better okay he was reaching for so, the remote I'm... to to continue miss <laughs> potter <Is> it... <laughs> actually i was going to put another log on the fire so i cannot move okay this is the spot Again, if you need to warm center. yourself you can you can take a second to put another log yeah you could do that <laughs> no 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 it's actually it was it was uh it was very cold here in louisiana the uh, past few days but um 
it's okay. But I love fireplaces, so we have a fire going all the time. So instead of drinking the water, if you don't want it, you can throw your, if you're going to make a spaghetti dish, put your pasta into that spinach or uh, broccoli water and boil it with that. Oh. That way you spinach that flavor as well. Do not throw away the water is my point. Okay. That sounds good. Drink it. There's great vitamins in there and great stuff that people just throw away. And I, that, the world needs to hear this. No more throwing out. Well, luckily, your- you're straight into the ear of at least 45 people yeah. by being on this podcast. <laughs> hey, listen, 45 is where I heard once was. Now it's up to 70, so it will grow. There you go. Grow. That's true. Yeah. So no matter what, it will get bigger. It will get better. That's what I tell them. I tell that to myself all the time. Anyway. <laughs> Are you a uh, hunter, Dean? Do I hunt? Yeah. Yeah. No, but my 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 in-laws do. Yes, they're all hunters. Yes, I cannot. I, I ah, damn it. Since I was a little kid, if I I all right. One time I was ten years old and there was a spider in the toilet, and I I get out and I get out the bathroom window because I can't even kill a spider. I am a big baby, but my in-laws are mad, mean mad hunters, and they what they have guns everywhere, and they will go and they'll like call those animals over and just yep. I can't even watch it. I can't hear about it. I'll have nightmares. <laughs> yeah, I kind of have. I have a little bit of that too. Like I, I do feel bad. I've never hunted. Yeah, I'd like to think uh, I'd be cool, but I don't know. Oh, dude, I can wear the outfit. I can carry the gun. Yeah, I can look like a fucking hunter. Yeah. But when it comes, like, yeah, when it comes to pulling that trigger, well, I did. I did go shooting last summer. We we went down the creek, and um, I was able to shoot a coke can from the other side. And I did hit it dead center on my first shot. I am a good shot. But um, if it was an animal, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. I'm extremely empathetic to animals. I just can't, I can't even handle it. My partner is an equine veterinarian and I cannot even hear the stories of like the story she comes home with about horses and the surgeries. I, I can't even take it. I'm like, I don't want to hear it. I can't do it. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't really have that effect with birds. I, I could watch a, a, a chicken get decapitated. No problem. What? It's, what? What? <laughs> it's, it's more what? like mammals that bother me, you know? Oh, like, dude, like wheels and seals and all that stuff? Yeah. Or like anything, like like land mammals too, like a, a deer or anything like that. Like a chicken, I could some I could be watching a, a Black Friday crowd stampede a chicken in a mall and I wouldn't care. But I mean, would you, would you, would you buy a ticket to it? Like, no, 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 no. Like, I wouldn't go to like a cockfight or anything. Actually, I probably would. <laughs> Well, what, well, uh, what kind of car? Uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I guess it's okay, Tim. I guess you. you're right. You're right. You're safe. Uh, yeah. You're, you're making me flustered, that's, Dean. That's interesting. I couldn't even do that. How, how about, how about, how about you, Tim? Big boss. Tim. What about, what about you? Are you sensitive to that stuff? Can you watch a cock get brutalized? Uh, I I like to think I could hunt, but I've never done it. So I guess I don't know until you do it, right? Yeah, I I I will tell the world I cannot I cannot do it. I'm I a I'm a gun it. guy, so I like to think it comes with the territory. yeah. Like I would, I think I would do it to fit in. If I got invited to hunt, I would do it, but I think I'd feel really bad about it. Yeah, that's probably yeah. Probably I would. I, I would miss I would I would miss the animal on purpose. That's yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call me a pussy. Call me a faggot. I don't care. <laughs> I will not I'll do it. Um, 
what a, a Tim, um, uh, other Tim over there in the background, sound is t- sound, t- sounding Tim. I guess I'll call you a sounding Tim because you're, it seems like you're in charge of the sound. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't, do you ride horses? No, I have like no, anything in the equine realm I have, I have no experience with. Not at all. No, not because I'm opposed to it. I just, I haven't been exposed to any, uh, any horse stuff. Well, I'll tell you what. I would like to extend an invitation to both of you to come down to uh, Platteville, Louisiana, to our ranch. It's a small ranch. It's only 14 acres. But if you, I would like to extend an invitation to both of you to come down and do a podcast from here. That would be great. Actually, it would be kind of cool. And, yeah. And it'd be, it'd come and be our guest. And uh, we'll have a lot of fun. And we'll, we'll go riding and show the horses. And uh, it's, it's quite a place down here in Louisiana. Very yeah, different. I've never but, spent time in Louisiana. I would like to go there. You're in well, Central Time too, right? You're. It's only uh, about seven it, o'clock. It, it does change. I know that it is uh, almost seven o'clock in my time. I love my glasses. Is it seven o'clock there? It's seven fifty. It's almost eight. Okay, so it's six fifty-six. Yeah. 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 I would like to go to Louis. Actually, wait. I've I've been to New Orleans, but I haven't actually been to, you know, any Louisiana towns outside of that. Very different. I mean, New Orleans is like any party town, I guess. And uh, But yeah, so I want you guys to think about that. It would be an honor to have you both down here. So whenever you want, just let me know and you come on down. Okay. So how Thank much you. time do you spend there versus Texas? Oh, we spend uh, most of the year. Um, Mark goes back to uh, Texas four times a year to deal with the cabin there. And uh, that's... That means that need to and then I only go. Oh, you moved from the spot, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did. I only go uh, once once in a while because someone has to stay here and take care of this ranch. Gotcha. No Yeah. You said it's cold. But it's cold there. This year, we did have a great kid who was able to handle everything. This nineteen-year-old kid who wants to be an equine veterinarian was able to stay here in the house and took care of everything, and he's phenomenal. So we do have a really good ranch hand. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it is nice. Again, please, please, I, I want you guys to take up on the uh, opportunity to come down to Louisiana. You guys would really like it. I think you have a lot to talk about. Do you know how to how to replace horseshoes? I do not. We do have a shoer. Uh, uh, he's Clint. His name is Clint, and uh, he's a great guy. I do not know how to do that. No. Yeah, yeah it seems always, hard. That always blows my mind. I watch those videos yeah. on Instagram on they, hours on end. Shaving all the crud off. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's like so soothing to watch or like satisfying. Yeah. Well, you, you got to see it in person, man. He's amazing. It's like it's like going to the best petty. He's going to the best manicurist in the world. This guy is so fast. And I, he is so good at what he does, and it's like boom, 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 file, 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 bang, 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 and boom, it's done. Yeah, that, that's one of those things where like I don't like the first person to figure that out. I I don't understand how they came to do that. Right. Oh, I, li- I like I like your mind. You would love walking the ranch in Texas because you find all this historical stuff, and I can't wrap my head around what people did 300 years ago and how they did it. Never mind how someone figured out we need to put you know horseshoes on this horse. So right. It does. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Well, obviously, it came with the Industrial Revolution when steel was invented, right? Right. But what did they use before that? Yeah, I don't know. Right. Actually, Mark sitting right here. Let me ask him. Hey, Mark, what did they use before steel horseshoes? Do you know? But what did they use before that? Probably didn't. That's it. 
he says they <laughs> shoeless horses. Just yeah, natural shoeless horses. Yeah. yeah, shoeless in Seattle. I would love to go I, down I'm, to a ranch in Louisiana and podcast. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be I cool. think it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea, and and all the forty eight people listening, I think would also agree. I think you'd really like it, and uh, it could open up a whole new world. You'd probably you'd probably pull in a lot of people from out, from down here because they're not they're not happy about Yankees too much. I'm not <laughs> I'm not a big guy. I'm very I'm not very popular down here. I will say that. <laughs> Yeah, but we don't really like Yankees either, theoretically. What? I mean, what half the here? half my friends have Confederate flags, so they're not really Yankees. No, I'm just kidding. But where did, you, where did you where did you grow up? <laughs> I was just kind of kidding about that, but I think the the same the same stereotype that Southerners have of Yankees, we probably share in our loathing of that type of person. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I'd say so. I absolutely concur. Yes, I definitely agree. It's like people people from Buffalo, New York don't even want to be on in the same universe as people from the city. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even though we're technically Yankees, we kind of despise them. Right. I agree. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to say I agree. So I just came from a big Thanksgiving dinner. We had an early Thanksgiving dinner in Texas. And, uh, it's, and I'm, I'm a Yankee. And uh, or a city folk, and yeah, they, they it's funny that they don't think that we know anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, they'd be right in my case. <laughs> well, I don't know, I, I think you'd be surprised. Maybe after you do a Louisiana podcast, we can get you on and over to the center of Texas and do one out in the middle of nowhere. That could be interesting, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, we you're, could, you're we talking could. about like the whole like cosmopolitan attitude, right? Like, not just someone from the north. No, Right. I mean, I'm talking about Manhattan, Los Angeles, Boston, right, probably. Right. Yeah. City Slickers. Right. The City Slickers, yeah. And now, is that what you were from, Seabrook? Were you born and bred in Seabrook, Tim? Um, I was born and bred in Methuen, Massachusetts. You're kidding. Wow. Yeah. Very, yeah, Methuen. Uh, my brother, I don't know if my brother still lives in Methuen or not. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of Methuen, to be honest with you, because I call it <laughs> Methuen. <laughs> There's so much meth in Methuen. <laughs> yeah, you're right. A lot of heroin, too. Oh, really? Something I've never dabbled in. Yeah, no. I have no interest. Me either. You're watching a movie yeah. about a heroin now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes, you're right. Yes. And I guess Miss Potter. Yeah. She is indeed a heroin. Do, do you know her, her history about how she saved the public and bought all those ranches? It's a phenomenal story. I no, don't. I don't. I just know oh, that. You guys, you guys will really like it. It's sort of a chick flick, but it's a guy flick, too. Because she's definitely a, a full mother. She's really outstanding. I think you guys would like it. I'll definitely watch that. I will watch it. Um, I have a question about my friend, um, Sarah Filial. Do you know her? I'm familiar. Yeah, she's she's a really good kid, huh? Yep. Very nice young she lady. Is. She is. She's a very nice young lady. She, I, I love her to death. And, uh, yeah, her, that whole family is the whole family is great. Have, have you met her dad? Yeah, at the at Jeff's. Well, her no, he was. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, he was. That's how drunk I was. We got a huge <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, very nice family. I think he was, he was repatching the drywall with all the boot uh, prints <laughs> left in it. Yeah, I know. Well, that's, they're the only people in Massachusetts that will actually house me. No one else. None of my, <laughs> no, none of my friends, even from high school, will even let me in their house to stay for a week. But they put me up. They put me in the basement. I stay in the basement, but it's like the Ritz-Carlton basement of all time. It's phenomenal. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's, 
Hey, a roof, um, a roof over your head is a roof over your head. Listen, I, I've been homeless before. I've been to the mountaintop, and I've been to the, I've been to the gutter. I've been there, so I'm grateful for anything that comes my way. Well, it sounds like you got quite the life down there. Yeah, it does. I have a quite, I have quite the life where everywhere I go, everywhere I've been has been quite the life. I'm, I'm a very blessed human being. Very blessed. I'm very blessed. Yeah, I'm very happy. Very blessed. I've learned a lot in life, and I take it with me. Good. That's good. Yeah, I'm gonna have yeah, to meet you, good. Dean. So I want to know something. What what is it on your podcast that you uh what do you search for? What is it that you uh try to get out of people? Is it everything and anything? I mean, yeah, there's no there's no uh structure or topic to this podcast. We kind of just wing it every week. Interesting. Yeah. Um I really like your now, this is on Spotify, so I really like your ad, I guess, your 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 app. Is it an app cover? App cover? Oh, yeah. The uh, yeah the artwork? Yeah, the artwork. Now, who, who designed that? Of I our like dumb it. heads floating? That's me. <laughs> I did yeah, that. that was Tim. <laughs> you did that? Yeah. Tim does all, really does all the heavy lifting for anything. Yeah, I do all I do all the shit. <laughs> he, he does the dinner before we podcast. Yeah. I basically just show up. So Tim is in the background. Is he the one in charge of like the computer, uh, watching the the, the things go up and down? No, I do no, that too. I do, I do nothing. He literally does nothing. <laughs> I just I just bloviate into a microphone for an hour. He's you just blow, a. You blow what? You blow what? I bloviate. There's no W in there. <laughs> oh, you blow. Bloviate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor, poor choice of words. I'm now seeing. Yeah. I speaking of, speaking of poor choice of words, I heard that you sort of bashed me a few weeks ago. I did, yeah, I totally did. <laughs> yeah, so I heard that. Uh, I I really heard some. You really did bash. That's why I wanted to actually come on and say uh, sort of sort of clear the air, let let people know that I think you're I, I, I think you're talking shit. All right, let's let, let's iron it out, Dean. Yeah, we'll have to review the tape. <laughs> oh, no, no, the fact is you're right. <laughs> you're right about everything. <laughs> I was that bad. I did do all that, and uh, I deserve everything that comes my way from it. But thank God, thank God for forgiveness, because my nephew Jeffrey and his beautiful, lovely wife Chelsea did forgive me for waking up the kids, for ruining their walls, for putting holes in their floor, for fighting, for fighting on the front lawn, and the filial family also forgave me for fighting on the front lawn, making everyone cry, crying the whole way home, screaming the whole way home, and going back to the basement. It was a good show, but it was it was something to talk about. I guess it was a good time. All in sure. good fun, Dean. All in good fun. Uh, it always is, yeah. Well, um, listen, I ha- I actually have to run. I need to get okay. you guys off. Sorry, but yeah. Um, listen, I extend, once again, we we both extend the invitation to you guys anytime you want. You let us know in Mikasa Sukasa, and we'd love to have you. Much appreciated. Yeah, put a little uh, X. On the floor where you're standing now, if you ever call back, yeah. you can, yeah. you can oh, know where to stand. No, it's literally dead center below the ceiling <laughs> fan in the, the light. It's literally in the middle of my living room in front of the fireplace. So it's actually, I just grabbed a bar stool and I'm sitting in it now. Perfect. So it's, actually, it's <laughs> Before you go, do you have any, uh, like a book you need to promote or anything like that? Yeah. A book to promote? Are uh, you writing a book or? You're writing a book? Am I writing a book? In, no, I'm not writing a book. Oh, okay. Like, well, you no, should. <laughs> and a lot of people say that a lot of people say I should write a book but I would like to promote Dr. Mark Lewis Gray who is the best equine veterinarian in all of all of the uh, southern southern Louisiana area where we are now okay 
If you have a horse or a cattle or any large animal, whether it's exotic, a giraffe or zebra, he can palpate it and sew it up and he can fix anything. He's a great doctor. Fantastic. That's one thing. Interesting. Um, is it true that you were in Playgirl magazine? Uh, twice. Would you like to disclose which year or month? Wait, is that actually true? Yeah. Which year oh, or month yeah. people could look up to find your spread? Sure, yeah. Um, I posed in Playgirl magazine the year of 1988. It was May 1988, and then I was called the Discovery. I was a Discovery. I was found in a, a nightclub dancing, and uh, someone saw me. And they asked me if I'd pose and play girl, and I said yes. And of course, at the time, I was a struggling actor, and anyone who wanted to be an actor, they would do whatever they could. Yeah. So that was May. I was a, it was called The Lady and the Gardener. I played the role of a gardener, and uh, it was shot in Beverly Hills in the backyard of this mansion, poolside. And then uh, they called me back, and I got a Santa Claus. <laughs> I played Santa Claus. It was the November issue for December, and I played Santa Claus coming down the chimney in the same mansion of Beverly Hills to this little, to this beautiful woman who was an elf at the base of the hearth of the chimney as I came down shirtless, this hairy Italian Santa Claus, skinny, hairy Santa Claus with a big white beard. It was completely ridiculous. But so that's the year is 1988, May and November, promoting December. Then I got Centifold for 89. Whoa! Bills yeah. pay well. I got yeah, I got centerfold. And it was uh, my dad is a true story. My dad passed, and I went home to Boston, and I stayed with my mom, and I gave up my career for a while. And so I, I had to tell them I could not make it. So I did not do centerfold, but I did get I did get it. Oh wow! But another good a little tidbit: I was on the dating game, the TV shows, the dating game twice. I lost both times, and uh, I got a year subscription to Cat Litter. <laughs> true story. <laughs> Wow. So wow. I went and got a cat. Yeah. So I went and got a cat and named it after my father, Vinny. <laughs> no way. Yeah, that's a true story. Love it. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of those little tidbits out there. Awesome. Well, by all means, by all means, look up the issue. I think you'll be that was back that's back in the era of the bush. People had bushes back then, you know. <laughs> we all you know, we all we all had hair back. I mean, I couldn't wait to get hair. I still have the same bush I had fucking thirty years ago. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's a true story. Perfect. Well, right? well it's, it's nice to hang on to the same bush for that long. Yeah. You know? Listen, I don't even think it grows. I think it is the same one from fucking Beverly. I think it's the same one I, I shot in Playgirl. It's the same bush. Yeah, you're, <laughs> it's like dog fur. It just stays the same length. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's an epidemic that you kids today, you shave off your bush. It's the gayest thing I've ever heard in my life. Why yeah, any right. guy... Why any guy would ever want to shave off his manhood is beyond me. They're gayer than I'll ever be. That is gay, that is as, gay fuck. as fuck. So you're saying That's if gay. I if I find the gayest version of of Playgirl magazine, they're all gonna have bushes, huge fucking bushes, just jumping off the page like there's scratches in the bush, like a pop up bu- <laughs> a pop up bush, pop up bush, dude, absolutely, yes. Scratch a bush, yeah. That sounds great. You know what? I'm going to get some Playgirl and look this up. Yeah. yeah go ahead. Is it? Listen, let me know. Listen, it's, it's, I will say it, it is, it's, it's a perfect issue. I could say that. But I do, I do, <laughs> I'm, I'm very concerned about this epidemic of shaving everything off. I don't know what's happening. But the hairless epidemic. Really, what, well, I, my theory is the aliens want to, the aliens want to eat you without getting hair in their teeth. So that's what I think. <laughs> Yeah, so I I'm a big alien fan. I love I love the aliens, so I'm a big fan. So 
we might have to start doing pro Bush PSA, PSAs. Well, if you're, if you're Viva La Bush is my bumper sticker on my tractor. Viva La Bush. But if you're a big fan of the aliens, you should shave so they don't get your bush in their teeth. No, they love me for all my bush, the aliens. Right. <laughs> Viva La Bush and Viva La Alien. <laughs> you really have a Viva La Bush sticker? Yeah, I, I used to have a no fat chips when I was straight. <laughs> nice. I have a no fat on my 1988 Camaro. No fat chicks. And Wait. the word fat was all blown up like a fat. Like the, like, like the word fat looked fat. Yeah. It was just a really bad thing to have. And I think about it sometimes. I laugh. That's a great. I, really I think that's a great sticker. Wait, you I, had I, a I no fat chick sticker on an 88 Camaro? So this is after the Playgirl posing? No, no. You know what? I take that back. It was an 80, it was 87 Camaro that might, that I might. My dad got me. It was a maroon '87 Camaro just before I moved to Hollywood, and I, ra- I wrapped that around Starrow Drive, right in front of the memorial, right in front of uh, the hospital. You know, Starrow Drive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went straight coming out of lips lipstick. There was a comedy show over near Narcissus back in the day in Kenmore Square. I was on a date with a girl coming out of there, and I crashed into uh, that wall right next to the hospital. I we went through that little staircase and brought her to the hospital. She had to get stitched up. Oh Jesus. Yeah. So I wrecked that car. Yeah. Did she ever get to see your bush? That's why I'm gay. Because straight, you can wreck your car on a date. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. If you're on a date and you get in a car crash, your date's going to be tougher if he's a guy. The number one thing about being gay is you double your wardrobe. That's number one. That is true. So if there's any reason to be gay, that's it. (laughs) Unless unless you're into one of the, you know, like, uh, what do they call the the bigger guys? Bears? Yeah. I don't know. You're joking, right? No, I'm saying, what if the guy's like got 50 pounds on you? Well, I, I won. I am Mr. New England Bear. I won that title. You did? Yeah, and then uh, they flew me out to San Francisco for the worldwide competition for the Mr. International Bear competition, and I won that. So you're well, like, I also, won, I also won Mr. Hospitality in the same contest. That's a, that's a story for another time, though. I have good good stories about that. <laughs> those four days. I have a really good segment. You guys want to talk about? You guys want to get into a bear segment? That's a good segment because that was hilarious. Because they almost disqualified me because I wasn't focused because I didn't care. <laughs> so the number one thing you never want Uncle Dean to do is focus because I will kick your ass. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, next week we'll be uh, going through the nineteen, the May nineteen eighty eight uh, Playgirl catalog. That you're in. And listen, if you can find it, good luck, because I, I think the universe is trying to protect me from it all. But it's there. I did it. It's the truth. I'll never lie to you about anything. And if you can find it, good luck. Do you, have a hard time finding it. do you regret doing that? Like, you're like, oh, shit, my bush is out there? Or do uh, no, you actually like I regret. I regret doing absolutely nothing in my life. It's all lessons learned, and I'm so proud of it all. What about it that one time you shaved your bush? You don't regret that? I shaved my bush once because I got crabs. Uh Oh, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's kind of unavoidable. That's more medical than style. Right? Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't have to shave it, but I did. And I looked at myself in the mirror, not because I had crabs. I didn't care. I got those six times. But <laughs> I was bushless. It was horrifying. I could not wait for it to throw back. True oh, story. Oh, man. man. Well, the good news is it did. Yeah, and the good news is it doesn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dean, we thank you so much. Yeah, we appreciate uh, we we appreciate you doing this. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just really glad you guys thought of me. I'm glad that we were able to clear up the air, Tim, at Jeffrey's house, and that all things all things are good. Oh, all things are good. We had we had a lot of fun. 
Well, if you guys call me anytime you want, it was great. Great talking to you. It really was. Thanks for having me. All right, Dean. Have a All good right, one. Dean. Thank you, Take gentlemen. Care. You guys, too. Have a great night. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Dean, everybody. Yeah, it's, I think, the cable. So just wrap it around this thing up here so it doesn't... Uh... And maybe that'll help. And then try not to... Try, to touch it, Try not to fucking touch it, you know? Well, I'm going to get another beer real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, Dean. <laughs> Dean was very... Now I almost feel kind of fucking bad, dude, because uh, clearly he was like on tons of shrooms and was drunk as fuck when I met him the first time. But he was very... He was much calmer. Well, he was a gentleman. He was. He was a total gentleman. Way more gentlemanly than when I saw him last time. The time before, he was a little more, way more rapey last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that'll happen. That will happen. Um, it's 8.16. That might be a little early. What? To, to purchase uh, his playgirl? To call our next guest. Whoa, we have another guest? Who the hell? Wait, a little early. Yeah, it was supposed to be at 8.30. <laughs> Hi, uh, Kevin. This is uh, Tim and Tim uh, from hey, the I'm So Sure Cast. Good. Oh, how are you? Fuck. Yeah. Hey, listen. You know. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like you're in a uh, public place. I am in a public place. Yeah. Ooh, this might not be good for uh, for radio. For radio. Oh yeah. What like audio wise? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Big content. Oh. All right. Well, <laughs> we can just ditch this whole plan. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> oh wow! Okay, it just... well, I guess I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just got a little quieter. How about how? What are you? What are you doing? Yeah, where are you? I am drinking some sort of cocktail. Some uh, sort. I'm, I'm actually waiting for her to get here. She said that her tire pressure was low. So really, and who's this? Yeah, this girl, Lexi. Um, uh, looks one to ten. Um. Uh, six point eight. Okay, that's more than a five. Yeah. Yeah, it's really just uh, you know, experimental. Okay. Fun, fun person. Yeah, she's spunky. Are you at? Spunky. Are you at a bar stool or are you at, are you in a booth? I'm at a bar stool. Okay. Is there is there anyone to your immediate left or right? Um, nobody to my left. Somebody. People to the right. How are wow. you? How are you saving Lexi's seat? What do you say? How are you saving Lexi's seat? Oh, because it's in the corner, so uh, nobody's gonna gonna sit next to me. They like, can't pass you without you stopping them. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Wow. Exactly. Wow, that sounds yeah. great. So, what are you guys gonna talk about? Do you have any jokes prepared or anything like that? Um. You know, I just basically let things just unravel. That's not I good. You're relying on your personality? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I got nothing in the books, man. Right. Well, I like God that you speed. I like that you chose the phrase unravel too. Yeah, because I am on the brink as right. we speak. Right. But saying uh, things will unravel presupposes that they're put together to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, you know, she said she was on her way. Uh, so we can just stay on the line. <laughs> uh, 
because I look like a freaking idiot just sitting here by myself. Are you wearing Joker makeup? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I have a I have a turtleneck on, which is a new look for me. Yeah, you've been loving the uh, date turtleneck, huh? Wait, I didn't know about yeah. this. Black, black, yeah. olive. What color? Um, it's like gray. Okay, I like it. So I have a turtleneck on, and I don't know. I read on the internet that it's supposed to send some sort of message. Yeah, because it looks like a penis. It makes your head look like a penis. (laughs) (laughs) It's subliminal messaging. I don't know. Something about, like, having money or something like that. So, um... Yeah, perfect. Seems <laughs> perfect. I put in this fourteen dollar turtleneck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm home free. Wait, um, so you've I, tried the turtleneck before and it's worked? Yeah, no, it's worked about sixty percent of the time. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> and how do we know? What do you determine works versus doesn't work? How do you? Um, Usually they ask for another date. Oh, I see. Yeah. So and about six percent of the six uh, percent of the time it works every time. Right. I don't know. I'm still kind of calculating things. So on your last date with Lexi, did you also wear the turtleneck? No, I never okay. wear the same thing twice. I was gonna say that's a little bold, double turtleneck. Yeah, that's a little much. Um, Is I'm it- also at this like I'm at this like cute little uh, cute little bar in Manchester. Get the fuck out. Yeah, it's really Drink? small, um, and it's just like one of those places where you get like really uh, neat, neat drinks. Not like neat in the in the sense that you guys know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, right? like you know what I mean. Neat, like the word for cool in 1950. You mean yeah. neat in the way the drink is. Yeah, like they'll they'll smoke they'll smoke your drink if you want them to. Yeah, it's like one of those places. Like I'm literally looking at a cucumber and a cutting board. Yeah. So like, you know, they they just like cut stuff and put it in your drink. Yeah, there's sprigs of rosemary everywhere. Yeah. Yes. That that kind of place. Right. Is um, there gin in your drink right now? Is there what? Gin? Are you drinking gin? He's like, I'm No, I got one. the um I got the bitter and then some, which is scotch, uh sfumato, capari, dry, ku. <laughs> Are you speaking Japanese? You know what's funny? I don't think I've ever seen a man in a turtleneck drink. A, I actually, a light I only beer. know one word. I'm, I'm drinking something with scotch in it, and it has some orange. And I heard you orange. say Campari. Yeah, some, something. Yeah, I don't know anything really. Oh, that's but, um, just so happens to be in our favorite film, but and it uh, cost fourteen dollars. Wow, um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Are you wearing a jacket over the turtleneck or just turtleneck? Oh well, I, I have a jacket. I took it off. Um, Bad move. Was that it's for like, heat purposes or just look purposes? Uh, heat. I'd rather keep it on. I think I look better with the jacket on. Uh, but I felt really bulky. It's like one of those cool, like long coats. Yeah, like a pea coat with the buttons. Yeah. So, so that, and then there is there leather gloves in the pockets of that jacket. Well, that's for when I have to yeah get rid of this girl. Kev, we're recording. Yeah. Don't say anything that. Your lawyer would advise you. <laughs> oh shit! Um, no, yeah, I have leather gloves, but I—it's not cold enough. Have um, you have you thought about maybe cutting the sleeves off the turtleneck so you could wear the jacket? <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be so funny. And actually, one time I was on a date and like the jacket was part of the ensemble. She goes, "Aren't you hot?" And I go, "No." 
<laughs> As you're sweating everywhere. He literally he literally looks like Patrick Bateman when he's sitting on the floor calling his lawyer. He's sweating and like <laughs> slicking his hair back with leather gloves on. Yeah. Wait, is this is this actually in the podcast or are we just chatting? Yeah, no, it's on the podcast. It's being recorded. Oh, all right, great. Hey, everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know it's gonna be great, Kev. When you now it's cold enough for when you step outside, it's gonna feel great. True. Yeah. Like when when you end the date and go to smoke that first cigarette outside when you get to your car, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Hey, you know what, Tim? If we could keep the unnecessary comments to a minimum, that'd be great. I know. Uh, I know. You know, we're just trying to have fun here, but I've been having a lot of problems lately with start like you know sarcastic remarks like that. So so much easier when he doesn't have to look me in the eye. <laughs> he can do the bit on the phone. Yeah, I can. I'm I love. Way better I love how anytime you do a bit though, you you start out great. And yeah. then you get halfway and through, then you get and you just start smiling, and then you just like stop it. Yeah, I know. So over the phone is way better. Yeah, you're doing great, dude. You know what? You picked uh, a good spot because this oh, bar hey. sounds very happening. Um, guys, what? I gotta. I actually gotta go. What? Lexi's here. Are you kidding? I got. Yeah, I swear to God. Are you, I swear to God. All right, dude. We booked well, you for 15 minutes. Well, uh, yeah. Well, send me those TPS reports. Yeah, no, I will. I'll get those uh, the data parameters to you. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah get the DPs. Yeah. Over. Some fifty. Okay. Well, is fifty-six million good? Yeah, fifty-six uh, and then sixty. Okay. Okay. Take All right. Care. Thanks. All right. All right. Bye, Kevin. <laughs> Jeez. Kevin Faye, ladies and gentlemen. A Tuesday night first date in a turtleneck. <laughs> I keep, I keep fucking. I'll text Kev throughout the day, <clears throat> and I'll just be like, who's the lucky girl tonight? And I'm always, like, kidding, kind of. Yep. And then he'll always just tell me a name. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, you're literally going on a date tonight? He's like, yeah. He goes <laughs> on a date, like, every fucking night. Ah, uh, Kev. He's got, like, a seven-girl rotation or some He's shit. He's in Manchester. He's in Manch. Manch, Vegas. <laughs> Wow, dude, what a fucking episode, huh? Two guests via Two Collins. phone. We should do Collins more. Collins are pretty cool. We need to figure out a better way to do them, but we Phil Collins. should do them. <laughs> Philadelphia Collins, bud. <laughs> well, we just need if we could have if we could schedule like three Collins per episode, but have very pointed things to go over. Quick, ten minutes, hang up. Yeah, that'd be ideal. That would be ideal. We're gonna start doing that. We're gonna figure out a way to make it sound really good too. But people wouldn't mind that because it's no heavy lifting. No. You know? It'd be fucking great. That's how we'll get Boo and DJ back on the show. Yeah. Just have them call in. Have them call in. Actually, speaking of, do we get any emails? Oh, yeah. I'll check the emails. For fuck's sake. And we also have Drew coming on next week. He's like physically coming on, I'm pretty sure. Like physically, not telephonically. Um, he was a longtime listener, first time guest. And then maybe... I never met him, right? You have not. Actually, no, I don't think you have. He works with Jeff. Um, uh, hold on, I can't talk and do this at the same time because I'm a fucking idiot. So, oh, also, folks, we found out who the Joker is. We're not going to tell you who it was. Oh yeah, but the Joker came to us and face to face told us who they were. Uh, the Riddler. I'm sorry, not the Joker. The Riddler. Sorry. I feel like it was one of those things where we th- we threw out his name and then we're like, no, nah, it's not him. What the fuck is this? What the hell is even that? <laughs> 
somebody used it's probably the Riddler used our email for a Geek Squad uh fucking invoice. So we got an invoice from Geek Squad for three hundred dollars. Ah, nice. Which is pretty cool. Um Oh, we got two of them. <laughs> okay. And here's a email from Boo. Whoa! Uh, what is one semi-useless skill that you wish you were better at? I am sure we all have things that we aren't great at, but really don't have much. But really don't have much of an impact on our day-to-day lives. Mine would be drawing. I stink at it. Sent for my iPhone. Mm. Interesting. Um, that's a good fucking question, Boo. I mean, uh, you know, my natural thing is to go for something like that's actually does affect my life but i'm, I'm gonna try and right, like like hand like mechanical stuff doesn't count because that does have an impact right um, um i'm trying to think i'm like i would like to be better at you know when you take the shower and then you do the cold shock thing at the end yeah i'd like to be better at doing that for longer yeah but that's easy you could you could you, you could just, get there in a week. Just do it, right? Yeah, you're right. All right, fine. That's not mine. That's not mine. Let me let me think of another one. So you wish you were better at turning a nozzle <laughs> <laughs> and standing still. <laughs> the key with that, though, dead serious, if you nose breathe, you can do it. I, yeah. So I, ha- I have found that is if very... If you mouth breathe, you panic. Very key. How long can you do it? I can now, I can do it for an entire shower, which, I don't know probably three minutes in the freezing cold and this is like the coldest it goes right yeah so i it's the coldest it can go until it's proper water pressure yeah like if i do it if i do it a a quarter inch to the left it just it's like an old man spitting on you right so it is the coldest it's nowhere near like an ice bath right because those i don't think a shower can even get that fucking cold right it is cold as fuck though uh it's cold though and i do it every day now but it was one of those things where I was an absolute fucking pussy at first. I would take a normal shower. I'm at that stage. I would do a normal shower, crank it down at the end, and I would stand there and see how long I could last. In my head, I'm like, dude, I think I just did like 30 seconds, but it was probably like 12 seconds. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I just I think it was watching on the Laird Hamilton and, and uh, um, Wim Hof uh, videos. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just cold from the get-go. <sighs> but again, it's the nose breathing. If you breathe out your mouth when, yeah. when you enter cold water, it your body just goes, oh, fuck, we got to bail. Yeah, I definitely... When you breathe that through your nose, you're like, oh, all right. I definitely, like, prepare myself, do some nose breathing, and then crank it down, and then, like, try to put my... try to put myself in, like, a zen state where I'm like, this isn't even happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it kind of reminds... You know when you're in the ocean or whatever, and it's freezing? Yeah. The second you get shoulder deep or dunk under, it feels better. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. Right. But your body's just like, oh, okay, we're fully in this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like you stand there, it's cold, and you like stand still because you don't want it to hit the other parts of your body. But yeah, but that's you should. Yeah. Right. I like get you if, saying. If you if you get in face first, you're facing the nozzle, you're like, oh fuck. You have to turn around and let it hit your shoulders. Right. I usually just have it hitting my neck and my head, so I gotta just I gotta man up and just spin around yeah once you just do it again you nose breathe you'll be fine dude my shoulder hurts so bad now from holding the fucking phone up that whole time i know i was actually i started to realize that i was like he's been holding this phone for fucking 25 minutes. <laughs> you know what i don't you know what boo maybe this it doesn't count 
or maybe it does. I would like to be better at cleaning as I go. Because when I cook, I destroy the fucking kitchen. Like, I'll, I'll clean the kitchen. It'll be spick and span. I'll cook one meal. The kitchen's fucking destroyed, right? And then I don't even want to clean it because then I'm like, this is so much work. So then I just leave the kitchen a mess for like two days. And then eventually I'm like, all right, I got to clean this. And I clean it. But Kevin Magner lives by the old, the old adage, um, someone who cleans all the time never spends a day in their life cleaning or something like that. <laughs> uh, so I'd like to be more, I'd like to be better at that. Does that does that work? Is that like a is that what he's talking about? Uh I think that's a fair answer. I'd actually you're this wouldn't pertain to you. I would like to be like a competent cook. There you go. Yeah. I guess that's what I already know how to draw. There's a ton of shit. I like to be better at doing math in my head. Oh yeah, that, that's because I'm one. pretty bad at math, dude. Like. When I'm adding up a uh, a, a thing at a, at a bar, yep. I get kind of self-conscious that people are watching me add. And then I try to distract them. I'm like, oh, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think that lady over there, what do you think she does for work? And then I'm like adding. <laughs> and then I look, I'm like, there's no one fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> you're, just like, you're sweating. We're in the we're in the basement of the tap. It's just the two of us. What do you think that lady does for work over there? Everyone thinks I'm like schizophrenic just because I'm afraid they'll know I take too long to add. Well, with math like that, I think that's another thing that's kind of like the cold shower. That if you if you just like continually do exercises, you just go, oh, all right, yeah. Yes, but also like localized <laughs> math like that. I'm not talking about, you know. It's true. It's more I need I need to memorize because like how long have I been adding numbers together for? Uh, twenty five years or something. No, you're right though. Like obviously you know math in the sense where you can explain how you got there, but most timetables all memory. Like, right. Uh, eight times eight, sixty four. Right. That's because I memorized eight times eight. Yeah, dude. Five times size, one, two, five. That was. Um, you know who's actually great at that is fucking Joey Dursa, dude. Yeah, because he's a fucking dealer. Dude, he's so quick with, with math. See, that actually is one of the, that's one of the scenarios where my math would be so helpful. Because when I'm sitting at a blackjack table, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like adding numbers and I'm like so fucking slow. Yeah, it's tough. Um. Yeah, I'd go with I'd go with being a good cook. I also wish I was a, a a quicker reader. Oh, dude, I'm the slowest reader in the world. Maybe that should be my thing. Cause I read a decent amount, and it's fine. It's 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 moving at a fine pace. But I wish I was a quick reader. I'm not a quick reader at all. I wore that shirt to work today. This one? Yeah. Nice, dude. Dude, your elbow's actually wearing out. You time. like that thing, huh? Dude, remember how long? Ago, we bought this. We bought them together and we just. Yeah. We never stopped wearing them. Yeah, you're right. Might have to get rid of that fucking thing. I think I do. To be honest, I don't really wear it out anymore other than like, you know, here. Yeah. We should do a Banana Republic uh, send. Oh, let's do it. The outlets. Yeah. Kev Magner would 100% go. Any Anytime you mention shopping, he's in. Yeah, let's do that. that that's a good plan. Yeah, that'd be great. We're going to do that. Where is that outlet? Merrimack, I think. Okay. I think. Um, 
Is that where the uh, Cole Haan ones, where the guy said it's just skin? <laughs> yeah, that is that one. <laughs> I still have those boots, and they are just skin, and they stretched. Well, actually, no, because I had to go back and get a different size. Yeah, like an hour later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. That dude. guy must have been so pissed. He, he sells you these shoes, and then 38 minutes later, you walk back in. Yeah. And you're like, dude. The, the best part is we all walk in, like three or four of us. I buy the shoes. We leave. I think it was like Eric drove or something. Yeah, yeah. So then we drive back to wherever. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we drive back right. to like wherever we left our cars. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I got back in my car and just drove back. Yeah. Uh. And I was like, yeah, some guy that worked here told me these were just skin. Uh, so I want to get a different size. Uh. And they're like, he, did he, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Come here. I'll get you the right size. That maybe you should take him to a cobbler. How how many miracles can cobblers actually work? I don't even know. Because like, I feel like if you were like, these shoes are just a little too tight. If you took it to a cobbler, they'd be like, I'll get it just right. Probably. But if it's, never, if it's just a bit. One. If it's just a bit, they'll do it. And now I have all those fucking Brooks Brothers shirts that I that don't really fit, and I need to have those tailored. So if anyone knows any good tailors, yeah, like really tailored good shirt. ones, let me know. I know it can be done, but I don't, I don't know like what. Oh, that's what I would do. That's perfect. Ooh. Because I knew there was something. The other day, I was thinking... Um, about something with a jacket, and I was like, I wish I could fucking sew. Yeah, I don't. That would be it, Mapuche. That'd be great. That's my skill. And I'm not gonna also do that because you you'll do it. I'll just give you yeah, my shirt. Exactly. I'll just fix that shit for you. Because think about like, if you could go. I mean, it doesn't even fucking matter. Any clothes you get that just don't fit totally perfect, you can just make them fit fucking incredibly. Right. And you would just look like a stud 100% of the time. Right. You'd look like Cal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, I know. I wish I could fucking do that. <sighs> Is there anything that we need to talk about? I mean, think about it. You you would guarantee that all your clothes fit flawlessly. Yeah, dude. I, I, don't, own, I don't own any clothes that fit me flawlessly. No, me either. None of my clothes ever fit. I get so pissed off, actually. I have these three movies written down that I have to see. What are they? Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah, that's a good one. Jackie Brown. Yep. Don't Worry, Darling. Didn't see the latter, the last one. Who recommended that to you? Um, it might have been Sarah, actually. I'm trying to remember. So... The thing with Don't Worry, I've heard it's good. Yeah. But uh, Olivia Wilde is the writer-director, and she (laughs) is so fucking obnoxious (laughs) that I just can't stand her. And it's not, I don't give a shit that she's an obnoxious lefty. I mean, I'm a movie buff. All my favorite movies are written and directed by obnoxious lefties. Oh, of course. But like Chris Pine is who I like a lot. He's like the antagonist and he's supposed to be this real piece of shit. And Olivia Wilde's like, oh yeah, I based him on Jordan Peterson. And you're just like, what? That's your fucking, that's your idea of a villain? Right. Anyway, because Harry Styles is in that. So naturally Karen was like, 
the other night was like, oh, I want to watch. I never, ever, well, shouldn't say that. I extremely rarely will not watch a movie because of the politics of the movie maker. Mm. Again, like I said, I, I do not give a shit. I'll watch any movie. But she just really just fucking, <clears throat> she's so obnoxious. So I had, uh, earlier I chuckled because I had this written down because I wanted to remember it. <laughs> oh, God. Like one of those questions like uh, when someone asks you something and you, you're saying yes. So you're like, does the, tin, yes or no does the Tin Man have a sheet metal cock? Oh, like that oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ones I have written down are, are the towels on the Titanic still wet? <laughs> That's good. That's really good. And uh, does a priest make a bad babysitter? <laughs> uh, I didn't. I didn't come up with those, obviously. But um, it's nice to have go-to lines like that. Yeah, they're good. It's nice to yeah have them stored. Cause just like, oh, did you put gas in the car? Uh, does a priest make a good babysitter? <laughs> Wait, what? What? So you did? I go. No, I did. <laughs> and what did you say right before I interjected with that? Because I had something to say off that. Fuck. I should have uh, went in the other order. Obnoxious lefties in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I also, um, of course, like, love, loved, love, love, loved Lake Street Dive. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I heard that fucking song, Hypotheticals, off their new album. It's a really good song. Oh, I've been listening you know? to it. Oh, dude, I'll just play it for you real quick. And I had a moment where I was like, you know what? Maybe I've been too hard on them. Maybe I shouldn't. You know, like, ignore this band just because their politics really pissed me off and they jammed down my throat. Maybe I should check out their new album. And then I just looked at the tracks of the names of the tracks of their new album and I said, nope, never mind. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the reason why. Ready? I'm going to, I'm going to read you just three of the track names. Oh, God. Okay. So I said, never mind. Hush Money. Yeah. Same old news, being a woman. Ugh. So I said, never mind. But this is the song that slaps there. The song is really good. When did this come out? Must be recently. 2021. Oh, wait. Let me see the album cover. Oh, I actually haven't heard this one. They come out with a lot of albums. Yeah, they shred. But I believe we might be just wait, dude. It slaps. No, they're a great band. It's they just, are. Her lyrics are terrible. She's so good, though. Really good. There we go, dude. It is good. Maybe I'll listen to this in the ride home. Oh, yeah, there. Immediate action isn't necessary. Yep. It's a fatal attraction. It's a little scary. Yep. I got a plan of attack and I'll get us there someday soon. I like this part. I know it. I got a plan A and I got a plan B. You know? It's absolutely necessary. We'll go to plan C. Whatever I got. Yeah, it's nice. It's groovy. Yeah, pretty good. Real groovy. And then I've been into fucking Silk Sonic, which is just like baby making music. Yeah. It's just so fucking good. Something about the, the timbre of uh, fucking 
Bruno Mars voice. I haven't had any like really does it for me. Any music that really got me going recently. I mean, all I've been listening to, <clears throat> you can see it here, is uh Chris Stapleton, John Mayer Trio. Yep. Silk Sonic. Uh Elbow. Coldplay. And then this fucking song, dude. What the hell is even? Which that? is like the only Have you know this song? Stephen Day on top of the world. I don't know. Let me see. It's a good song. But then I tried to listen to the album and the rest of the album's fucking horrible. I hate that. It's like, what are you doing? These people should be paying us money. We were leaving for the stratosphere. You know? Easy breathing. In your atmosphere. Nice silky voice, dude. And I just love minimalist yeah. recordings like this. Yep. So clean. Effective. Jazzy. Stephen Day. Oh, nice little run here. You know? It reminds me of, uh, what's that guy fucking with the glasses and he plays the guitar. I have his record, his vinyl. Steve Hawthorne? Oh, mm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a. He does Instagram. all the covers and shit. Yeah. The other favorites guy. Um, Fuck. What's that, f- that crooked fucker's name? I feel like it's John something. Is it John? Or is it? Oh, fuck. That's going to drive me nuts. <sighs> fuck, now I got to look it up. I got to go look. The other oh. Fi- oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Oh, I'm coming. Does he have it? Um, Let's see if you can figure it out before I find it. Yeah, the, the guy he plays guitar with always looks like he's in a room that smells like shit. <laughs> he's really good, though. Oh, found it. Is it James? Joshua. Joshua, I knew it was a J name. Do you know the rest? Turner. Yeah, Joshua Lee Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your boy. Yeah, he's got a very clean singing voice. Very clean. Real clean motherfucker. Like Tom Waits. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well, that's probably it, dude. 72 minutes? Yeah, two, that's. I'd say that's two, more than enough. Two fucking guests. Um, Listen. Shoot us an email. It's dot the dot tims at gmail.com. Um, boo. Keep them coming, dude. Yeah, I love it, boo. Keep it up. Uh, DJ, haven't haven't gotten an email from you. Yeah, what the fuck? Everything, everything all right, dude? Um, Did we piss you off? Yeah, what's up, dude? Was it Dean's dick? Might have been Dean's dick. Dean was great. Very uh, well-spoken gentleman. Oh, great guy. I great guess, guy. I guess he's a little more calm when he's not on mushrooms. Yeah. And completely cocked. Maybe it's because he wasn't horny, too. That could be it, too. He doesn't have to look at me. So if he doesn't have to look at me, he's not, like, ravenous. Right. Like, you didn't give him a a raging hard-on. Right. Because, like, my voice alone is, like, you know, whatever. But But my face. Couple that with your face? Yeah. Jesus. Forget about it. Thank God this isn't a video podcast. Yeah. Oh, we'd be fucked. We'd be literally fucked. Yeah. If we zoomed with Dean, we'd be literally fucked. (laughs) Ah, uh, but our yeah 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 that's episode one hundred and eighty two. Um, 
and uh, Drew is on next week. Not to be confused with Dean. And Drew's dick next week. Drew's, Drew's dick next week. <laughs> All right, later. <laughs>